Welcome back to another Mommy and Me episode. I am Brie Renee, straight from the A. And I am the original Miss Renee from the A. Girl, all these weeks is she's... Still ain't got her own time, her own tagline. But that is mine. No, it's not. That was mine. But I'm the original. But no, you were. But you just from Atlanta. But I'm the original Miss Renee. All right. You did name me after you. I give you that. Okay. Anyways, welcome back to another Mommy and Me episode. We appreciate everybody that has been watching, streaming, listening. Whether you are tuned in right now under the sound of my voice to Apple or Spotify or any audio platform, even if you are watching this now on the 85 South channel, channel 85 in the App Store, make sure you are downloading all of these and also subscribing to our YouTube channel where you can watch them as they drop weekly um, and catch the visuals with it. So make sure you subscribe and never miss an Umami in Me Monday because like what would your life be like without us in it? <laughs> Anyways, um... This week, I wanted to talk to you because I feel like this is something that, like, moms who are, I guess, like, when you grow up in, like, a mom and a dad household, I don't know if women naturally, like, like, a daughter naturally would learn this from witnessing or if it's something that their mothers, like, taught them. But I want to talk about, like, dealing with conflict in your relationship. Ooh, Lord Jesus. I know. I feel like we don't ever talk about that. And, like, I would never heard in a conversation like that. It doesn't matter what household you grow up in mm -hmm. to deal with conflict in a relationship. There's always going to be conflict in a relationship because you got two people mm -hmm. who are naturally different people. Yeah. Uh, you know, and there's always going to be issues. So it just depends on the conflict itself, depending on, you know, how deep it gets, how raw it gets, you know, um, how tumultuous it, it gets. Um, but it, relationships are just not easy mm -hmm. because it's like, you know, two different people, completely different people, completely different people trying to coexist together. What does that look like? And then you got your trauma. They got their trauma. They got their stubbornness. You got your stubbornness. But you know what you got to learn to do is learn to, uh, pick and choose the battles mm -hmm. because every battle is not a war, you know? I always say keep in the front of your mind the fact that you love each other more than anything. And because of that, and you remind yourself of that, mm. not to say that you're not going to dislike them at times. Ooh. Mm -hmm. They're not worth throwing away. For yeah. you, they, 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 you know, the relationship is worth holding on to, is worth keeping because... You love one another. Yeah. And you can work through anything. You have got it. to remember that part. I feel like that has really gotten us through, especially me and my relationship. Um, After losing a friend, it was just like, and losing somebody so soon before you expected to lose them, it made you me expect to lose anybody. You know, even if somebody's on their dying bed, you never expect to lose them because you we always expect God to come heal them, bring them back. They're going to give you one more day. And so at that expectation is always, you know, traumatic. I know, but it's just like going through those arguments, knowing that I would be sick if something happened to you and we were arguing or, or like you said, like it's not, this is not greater than what the relationship means or what we mean to each other. I feel like that life experience put was able, would help me put things in perspective because I always was the one to be like, oh, I'm out. 
Oh, you tripping. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I will put them shoes on. I will run and she's a track star. I will be out of there, okay? No, but you can't run from every situation because I just didn't feel like I had to deal with it. Right. But when you truly love somebody, you learn to put up with their flaws. You'd be like, oh, God, damn, we got to go through this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, I love you, but shut the hell up. Yep. Sometimes you have to say just that. <laughs> Sometimes you have to say, baby, it ain't worth it. Or you let them have their moments. And for me, what works best for me sometimes, I'll just be quiet. I'll just shut down. Sometimes I'm learning it. So, sometimes certain arguments to me are not even worth engaging. And you know they're wrong. I mean, my wife will get notions in her head that something is the truth. And no matter what I say, she will ride with that. She will go with that. And she will stand on that. You don't have to do, you don't have to say. Die on that hill. Right. I said, all right, that's okay. If exactly. that's what you want to believe, have at it. No problem. You know, and so it's like, it goes back to those say, you know, when people think they want to hear the truth, mm. but they really don't want to hear the truth because they can't handle the truth. Yeah. You know, you ask me, and this is just a hypothetical. You you ever slept with, you know, old girl, old boy over there? And they could be, the person could be perfectly platonic. You could, the, the relationship is perfectly platonic. And you say, no, or yes, you have. I see the way you look at each other. Or yeah, you, you, and for something like that, for me, I would say, okay, have it your way, whatever you think. And I would leave it. But for well, some what people, difference do that make to right now to where we are at this point in life? Absolutely. What you need to concern yourself with is the fact that you and I together, right here, right now, we're in this relationship together and we're building the future together. Yeah. What I did back then with whoever, it's not relevant. Yeah. I just asked that don't have me like smiling in nobody's face and being best friends or building relationships with people that you've been like that with or they might feel like they could come a back door. You know what? <laughs> Funny you should say that. But I am friends with two of my wife's exes. Oh, you're bigger than me. That's, but you know, that's crazy. I am. I, and we, I guess we genuinely have whatever type of relationship we have with friends. And it didn't mean anything to me. I don't care. The fact that they used to be, you know, I mean, I can make, you know, see, I'm the type that I yeah. can make slack comments like, oh, yeah, you know, your ex-girlfriend said, yeah, your ex, you know, and, you know, we can be like, oh, she done chose up. Yeah, no, you know, you can, feel. We, 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 we can kid and play around with that, but, and I have a relationship. One of her exes calls me. She has a question about something that I can help with. She'll call. I'll answer the phone. No problem. Let's no, there's no nothing there. Hey, that's, that's now, listen, 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 she called, we've gone to her, her birthday party. We celebrated her birthdays together with her. We've gone to our daughters. Listen, we've gone to her daughter's uh, baby shower. I mean, we do. Baby, that's in the yard. Very progressive. That, 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 but that's in the past. I'm, I know who I am. I know who I am, I, and I know what my wife means to me, and I don't have a problem with that. And there's some people you can't be that friendly and open I don't with. I think you can, especially men. 
I think that might work because y'all are both women, and I think women tend to be a lot more secure in those. It like men, you know, they like dogs. I don't want nobody pissing around my tree. You know what I'm saying? Like they feel like more possessive over you. I don't know what it is. It just, if but it's you know, ego. It is ego. Yeah, it's ego. But it's like really, I mean, come on. Because I can handle knowing. Like you said, we in the room, and you like, oh, yeah, I slept with the person. I'm like, oh, okay, but thank you for letting me know. And I pr- I genuinely appreciate the honesty, and I'm not going to trip. But why trip? I don't think men can do that. Why trip? I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Obviously, it wasn't meant to last. It didn't. It did. I'm right here, right here with you. So what happened then? Many is it, you know. And we all, because we're human, and we're going to make, you will make little side jokes. We'll make little comments. You know, uh, one of her, my exes, you know, married to preaching. I'm friends with him. You know, I, I mean. He don't be tripping. No, he loves me. You know, so. Maybe he has, come with age, too. Probably maturity. Um, Cause all people hang out with anybody. Y'all, y'all hang out with big part. I'm not old, so uh, just, so. And and some battles are just some battles are just not worth fighting. It's not worth it because at the end of the day, I know who I'm gonna go home and go to sleep with at night. I know who I'm gonna wake up to. I know who my obligation is to. I know who you know what my who my commitment is to. So. I mean, I don't know. I don't want you thinking. I don't know. I can't. Now that I'm thinking about it, like going to like birthday parties and like being at the house and having like intimate gatherings and stuff. I don't know how I feel about that because especially if then you have to love with that person because now you're thinking about it. I could feel. No. Now I walk around the house. (laughs) No. Why you reminiscing? Uh Uh-oh. You look too hard. Like y'all. Y'all laughed a little too hard. See, on that. He too many times. But see, guess what? Between that time. Her ex went on and married and had a child and, you know, the husband had a whole other life. life. And so there was nothing there that, you know, that would make me intimidated. But first of all, I'm not the one that's going to be intimidated. No way. Because, you know, I I feel like Reverend Ike sometimes. You can't lose with the stuff I use. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You know, so I'm, I'm okay with who I am. You know, uh, and I don't, I don't. How do you get to that point, though, in your relationship? You got to grow. Do you feel like you always was, like, a confident? Because you were sad, so that's the fire sign. You probably always had that energy. But... Yeah, I've always felt like y- y- you chose me. So, obviously, why do I have to change? You know, I, and hey, you know, this is, and I say this to you, and I don't say this arrogantly. I have never been in a relationship where I wasn't chosen. Oh, for sure. Me neither. I've never chosen somebody. <laughs> Choose up. <laughs> you know, I've never, and I say this, I've never pursued yeah. anyone. If I've always been the one that pursued. Mm-hmm. And so I think if you chose me, then this is obviously what you want. I don't have to change or do anything, but just be who I am. And that's and that's just who I'm going to be. So you was trying to tell me that you always been 100% secure in every way in all of your relationships. Like, nobody even did nothing to make you feel no type of way? What do you mean, make me feel, what do you mean, jealous? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've been jealous before. I was about to say, crazy. I know, but I remember, I'm not saying I've never been jealous. I'm saying I've never felt those things. I mean, you can be as confident as you want, but, you know, you you still don't want everybody looking at what you got, you know, a certain kind of way. I made you feel like that, though. Like, what happened where you felt like, oh, 
I mean, there have been a couple of times, you know what I mean? It was even a time when I felt, you know, lows of lows when one of my exes cheated on me. Mm. You know, I came in and like, whoa, you know, uh, caught them, you know, and I felt really hurt. You yeah, know? of course. Being who all that I am, you know, still is like, hey, you know. What did you thought you needed someone else other than me? No, well, that wasn't so much my 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 sentiments, but poor thing. You know, I did I did feel that way. You know, and then we all go through. Well, well what did I do? I yeah. didn't do anything. I I had to grow to learn that people gonna be just who they are. You know, if you a dog, you are gonna be a dog. I can be the best person there is in the world. You know, I can I can be all that you need, but if you that's just your mentality that you just need extra then you're going to be that person whether it's with me or anybody else yeah you know i like you know how you get past something like that though well that depends on whether or not you're willing to settle for that i'm not willing willing to settle for that type of person i mean yeah so you just left you and just leave yeah i did i had to say hey look yes let me tell you i have always been the one chosen in my relationship and i've I've always been the one to leave but I'm saying when you didn't leave when you got cheated on immediately. I left when the, when the time was right. I decided to move on. So how long? That's what I'm saying. You had to get past it. You tried to get past it or you couldn't get past it. I got. Now, how you deal with that type of conflict is what I'm saying. I'm trying to get conflict resolution skills. You have to understand. You have to grow to a point in life to understand that some things, some people, you're not going to change. And realize what situations you're willing to put up with, what situations you're not willing to put up with. And I would tell anybody, in order to, the biggest jewel, I think, in conflict resolution is to understand that your mental health and your peace of mind is priceless. Yeah. And so you don't allow anybody or anyone to get into that space to where that is damaged or or it's, it's, it's in jeopardy. Because... No relationship is worth that. Yeah. No relationship. I don't care how much money they have. I don't care what good time you're having. If you are at a point in your life, and this is what I, I, I really believe and I preach, I am going to have peace at home. Comfort level number 101 is that I am going to have peace at home. So if we can't be, that's right. If we can't come to an understanding and be adults and realize that certain things don't matter, we're with each other. We've been. We've made a commitment to each other. I've never given you any reason to doubt my commitment to you. Then don't blame me all the extra, because I'm not. I'm just not going to put up with it. I'm not going to deal with it. And to me, learn to pick and choose what battles and what you're willing to deal with is the best way to deal with conflict resolution. So I'm also learning or realizing that you should fight fair or fight. Like don't play dirty, like no. don't fight dirty. You know what I mean. I don't. I don't fight dirty. I, you know, I'm never. See, we shouldn't be disrespecting each other. Oh no. On our heads it's, on each other. Oh no. Calling each other oh no. Oh no. No, I don't. I don't you play know, that. I. Not I believe in things that's like hitting below the. Beginning. Yeah, I. I believe in practicing what I preach. I have never been engaged in a relationship, whether heterosexual or homosexual bisexual, whatever you want to call it, never in a relationship where I have called my partner or my mate out of their name. I'm not going to do it because I learned early on that when you say 
things to people, you can't control how they receive them. Ah. You can't control the damage that it does uh, after it's been said and done. You see, I can say, hey, you're acting like a bitch. Well, what do you mean I'm acting like, okay, you're acting like a bitch, and that be done with. But I'm not going to call you a bitch. I'm not going to say, you you motherfucking bitch. And, you know, I'm not going to talk that way. <laughs> I don't I don't talk, that, I don't believe in talking that way. And I don't believe in putting my hands on people. Now, you know, granted, that I've been involved in a situation from time to time where, you know, I've, you know, I've had to defend myself or, you know, you wanted to grab somebody and shake them to death, but you got to realize that I am, I'm not their mother. They're not my mother. I don't have the authority. They don't have the authority to put their hands, put our hands on one another. It's not right. Now, has it been done? Yes, but it's not right. That's not the way to resolve it. I agree. You know, you don't, you don't call people out their names. You don't say stuff to people because word hurts. Word, word, words cut. You they cannot cut take people. those words back. Cannot take and those words back. And people hear them. I'm one of them people. Like, you can, I might could, for, this is might be ass backwards, but I could forgive you for something that you did because I feel like you might have made a mistake. But to say something that's really, truly hurtful, I can't get over that because you had to think about what you said. Yeah. Sometimes you act in the moment, you're impulsive. You might not think about how this action might react me, react or, or and, like, and, and later. You know, but. you know, something else I don't believe in doing. I ain't finna take in the heat of anger, tag your shit up. Oh, no, you're not finna tear not finna t- I'm not finna no. tear shit up. I'm not finna let tear my shit up. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that shit's gotta be paid for. And who got some money to throw away? It's gotta, it's gotta yeah, I, I'm not doing that. Like girls get mad and go bust out a car window or go fly the tire. I tried to bust a tire before, but I broke the knife. Yeah, because it don't work that. that. And it pissed me off so bad. No, you don't. The one time I tried to slash a guy's tires, and I didn't know anything about it. Because had I know you like John, no, so no, you didn't know anything about I'll it. Keep your ass. It's okay. It worked out. But the one person. I mean, the one time I tried to slash some tires, I had like a cheese knife. I think it wasn't even a real, no, the right knife. But I went and I tried to bust the tire and then the knife part broke off of the handle. Oh, that sent me. Oh, I was so aggravated. I was so aggravated. But I had been pushed to a very, and I was like, you know what? This is, I I felt like a failure. Like how you can't even destroy this man properly. Like I was down bad. Yeah. That didn't turn out well. That was really, really dumb. Mm-hmm. It didn't work. Yeah. It wasn't meant for me to do. And that was the only time I've ever tried to, like, destroy somebody. I've never done anything else. Cry controlling your anger. Oh, well, I, yeah. That wasn't controlling you. It was no years ago, so. I wasn't controlling your emotions. So, you know, I'm not going to Sometimes be, they're in control. No, no, they're always controllable. If you get to that point where you are that pissed off, the best thing you can do is just leave. Take a deep breath and just leave. Take a deep breath and just be silent. Be quiet. I know that's difficult, but you you can take a deep breath and be quiet. And sometimes you may be, I may be, there have been times I've been so upset, so angry, I just have to stay quiet for a day or two. And then, you know, you know what generally happens? After I'm quiet for a day or two, I didn't say leave the house. I didn't say go see somebody else. I just said, be quiet. We can be in the same room. I can just be quiet and not say anything. And I can do that for a day or two. 
Then after a day, then after a day or two, so you get to thinking, so why in the hell am I mad again? <laughs> you don't uh, remember what what happened? And you'd be like, well, damn, was it really that bad, that serious for me to just yeah. You know, I feel like I feel like you said I don't think you should leave the house when you are going. I feel like if we might have to go to separate rooms or relax or take a breather, yeah. but you should. I don't, I don't like that up and leaving. You not no. leaving the house, no. Or, no because see, then then people use it as an excuse to go do whatever to go they do what they want to do yeah. in the first place. I don't believe in that either. Like just because we mad, we upset. If we have not like physically broken up, got gathered all all our belongings and you know, blocks each other. Like, don't be out here entertaining women just because right. you and your feelings. That's right. disrespectful. Because right. you'll do that. You're just looking for an out. Right. right. You're just looking for an opportunity to do that. Right. you waiting on it. Right. I don't trust that. Right. Don't do that. So no leaving the house. No talking to other people. Like you said, no putting your hands on me. No talking disrespectful. No. We ain't talking sideways. You're not going to sit and call me out my name. Mm. You're not going to, you know, call me certain things. And I'm not going to call you certain things. We can ho- we can yell, we can holler, we can do whatever, you know, we can scream. But because at the end of the day, when I'm not on 100, when I'm back down to 10, you're the same person that I want to love on and be with, and you know. But I can't do that if I'm hearing what you said in the back of my head. Right. You know, oh, oh, so that's how you really feel about me. That's how I be feeling. That's how you really feel. Tell me how you really feel. Yeah, that's how you feel about me. I'm good. And see, that's the when you get to that point, that's the beginning of destroying a good relationship. Because see, that stuff don't ever go away. You harbor on that. You save that. Mm-hmm. That that comes back you're up. Right. Yeah, you literally you're right. that that comes back up, and you're like, hmm. Can't trust, and then and then don't let me tell you something, and then you, you ooh. don't let me tell you or share something with you in relationship when we're on good terms, and then in the heat of the argument you throw that back up to me. Yeah, no, or throw that back up in my because what that's gonna make me say is okay. I can't tell you that. I ain't gonna tell you nothing next time. You know the next time I tell you something, and it won't be from me. That's right. I'm not telling you nothing. Yep. So. To me, that's how you you resolve your conflict. Well, well, that's that's the rules of playing of not playing dirty, right? But that's not resolving the conflict. Well, some conflicts ain't gonna never be resolved because some, believe it or not, the key to resolving conflict is a self awareness. You see, you can resolve a conflict that exists. Because you got self control and you know how what's important, what's not important. You know how my how minor that whatever it is. That conflict may not ever get resolved because the other person you've got the conflict with hadn't got to that point. They're not mature enough to know that, hey, that's really not important. That's really not a conflict. That's just something that I'm making up in my mind, or oh, I've latched on to, or I choose to believe or you know, I haven't learned how to deal with themselves. Yeah. See, conflict resolution is 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 a is just about two people understanding that they're mature enough and understanding that that shit that they've created is really not important. Mm. It's really not important. It's not important. 
Right. There are bigger things, there are better things, there are more important things in life than some of the bullshit you waste your time and energy fighting over. But have you ever found, like, any tools or, like, little tactics to to say, okay, we let's let's talk. Yeah. Let's, here's what we need to do. Let's sit down. Let's take time out. Time out. You sit over there. Let's not discuss it right now. Let's let's revisit it mm-hmm. when we can when we can talk. We see the blood pressure boiling and the energy getting high and the voice starting to escalate. Then it's time. Okay, hold on. Like, let's calm it down. Let's wait till we can talk about this a little better, and then let's try to revisit it again. So you've got to find ways to take the elevation out of it. Now, see, sometimes for me, I just naturally talk and get excited with my hands when things are going on. And wow, I've got to, I have to learn to, hey, bring it down a notch. Bring it down a notch, you know. And then you notice that when you're able to talk like that, you're taking a lot of the emotions out of it. You, you know, you're taking a lot of the cursing out. You're taking a the lot. The jab. Yeah. The low blow. Yeah. Yeah. You're the smart little antique. Yeah. Yeah. You got a lot. I get like that when I'm, when I'm upset now. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, you know, you, you know, you done fucked up, right? You know, you done fucked up. You know, you done fucked up, don't you? No, it's like, I do be talking like that, though. At this, at this tone, I'd be like, you really got me fucked up right now. Like, I could lose it on you, but I'm not. I'm here having this adult conversation with you, trying to get to the solution. The, and that's often met. But actually, men be screaming and yelling too. So I'm going to say, oh, you trying to be condescending. Or they yell and scream. And it's like, I'm not yelling at you. Yeah. And you know, hey, but, you, but, you, but you know what? You know what? But you know what? Let me tell you something too. Let me tell you something. When you're that way, and they're up here, you actually have more control than the, in the relation, in the argument. You really do. You have more control over the situation. And I would tell anybody, anytime that you can control yourself that way and they can't, you're the one actually in control. They're not. It's like, go ahead, you're throwing this tantrum, and I'll be right here willing to talk when you're done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a lot of times they, the other person can't stand Yeah. They can't stand it because they want to Yeah, they they want to draw that emotion out of. Like I'm not meeting you there. Yeah, that and you know, and that's exactly the way you handle it. That's exactly the way you handle. I'm not gonna meet you there. Yep, yep. And when you do that, when you do that, that drives them wild. You can ride that ferry all by yourself because 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 they they can't control your emotion. See, people will as long as they can control your emotion and jab you and draw you into that argument. Or draw you where they are. Have you to meet them when they're on ten, when they're trying to get you to a hundred, and you refuse you refuse to go there. That drives them wild. They see because they're trying to control you and your emotions. But when you don't give a person that type of control over you, baby, you win every time. Mm-hmm. You I'm working on it. That's time. a level of of maturity. Yeah, that's that's the difference. Cause you have to always be calm, cool, collect, and like level-headed, even when someone is not being the same, or they're screaming and yelling, or they're it's provoking. Mm-hmm. It's very provoking. Absolutely. And not only do you have to like manage your emotions, but you also have to shield from yep. the provokes. Yeah, yeah. And then when that's you, a word. And and then when you shield yourself that way, guess what? 
whatever it is that got them on a hundred doesn't really affect you the same way. Do you feel like it's different dealing with conflict resolution between male and female? Yeah. Wow. Because because how we, women are expected to be emotional. We're expected to just fly off the handle and just rat rage and yeah. yeah. Right, right. Men are expected to otherwise to to hold it all in. They're expected to be reserved and and to and to and to you'd be the level-headed one. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they're not. No, they don't be all the time. No, a lot of times they're not. I feel like I I have run into a few that was not. Mm-hmm. And then when you really, really, really get them out of the element and you know you got them, you know, over the they will then act like little bitches. <laughs> Unfortunately, they will respond like a woman would respond. Like, why is you tripping so right. God damn I'm gonna try to watch the game. You driving That's how I be feeling. That's yeah. how I be feeling sometimes. And sometimes I have felt like maybe I'm a dude because a lot of stuff I like you said, I'm as a woman, I'm expected to be that emotionally charged or that dramatic or that triggered when I see certain things. But a lot of stuff I genuinely don't be caring about. Or I feel like, well, whatever, that was before me. Or I just don't even give it the emotional, like, I don't have the emotional capacity to even deal with stuff like that. Like, I'd just be like, all right, whatever. Yeah. Yep. And I'd be like, dang, am I a dude? No, you just get to a point where you realize that all battles are not wars, baby. It's like, all right, whatever. Yeah. Next. They don't even matter. Right. So... That takes a lot of growing, a lot of growing and a lot of knowing. A lot of growing and a lot of knowing. Mm-hmm. Okay. If I was married, what, and me and my husband got into it, and I'd call you in the middle of the night, Mom, I need to come over there because we arguing. And, I, like, even if he didn't put his hands on me, like, well, what would you do? Would you tell me to stay? Or like, I said, no, you need to stay home. You need to stay home and you need to. Work it out. Never start getting physical. That's a different thing. But two people should be able to stay in the same house and you know and have a disagreement. You know you don't run from you know every every argument you have. Every you know let me stay there. You work it out, and under- and be willing to accept the fact that you may not be right in that scenario. There generally may be some things that you need to work on to change, but by the same token, that person also needs. You realize that. See, there's always room for growth in every situation and mm. every encounter. Somebody could have said it a little differently. Somebody could react a little differently. There's always room. So, and I, I guess you would say that I think the blame can be oftentimes placed on both parties. Exactly. And I think that it's always somebody trying to figure out who right and who wrong. And it shouldn't even be about that. It should be about us both being heard and understood. Yeah. And so one thing that um I learned to do in this relationship is when we are going at it, it's like, what are you hearing me say? What do you hear me say? And then that, it, oftentimes, like, he'll say, well, I heard you, you, nothing is good enough, or I'm, or, you know what I mean? Or you don't appreciate nothing. And it's like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm sorry, I didn't appreciate when you did that. You get what I'm saying? And then, it, like, clarify 
what what are what did you hear and what am I saying? Because a lot of times it'd be a disconnect between what people hearing and what you're really saying. Right. It's like, well, I thought you meant or or because you said it like that, I felt like you meant no. That's mm-hmm. not what I said. Right. That's not what I'm saying. Right. I'm right. saying so so it's so take out the trash. Right. So you gotta get them. You got to make sure you're hearing and you're understanding each other. Yeah, I think that's a practical tool like we do when we are going back and forth. And I feel like we're just repeating ourselves. So we're talking in circles and we're not getting nowhere. It's like, what are you hearing me say? This is what I'm actually saying. This is what I need. And this is how I need to feel what I need you to know so I can feel uh, heard and understood. Right. I think that's important. Those are the main two things is people want to feel heard and understood, especially in their relationship. Because you don't want to feel like you with somebody or laying with somebody or calling this person your better half if you can't be heard by them. Right. Or like you say, you feel misunderstood all the time. Like, of course, I feel like no partner is going to ever know you or understand you better than you do or, you know, maybe nowhere even close because we're always still learning and growing and understanding ourselves. Right. But at the same point, you have some level of understanding with me so that we can avoid miscommunication right or misunderstanding or misrepresented expectations because right. i think sometimes people have expectations over their partners but they don't even express those expectations clearly mm-hmm. like like you can say oh and this is just an example new relationship you're like oh i will not stand for cheating right but your cheating might be sleeping with somebody my cheating might be giving your number out. My cheating might be flirting, even though you feel like that's innocent because it didn't end up going nowhere. So I think those expectations of what's what need to be explained and 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 detailed. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you you always lay down the ground rules. I mean, you know, um, and those rules change as you grow in the relationship. And I think that you always express what your expectations are so that everybody's on the same page Mm -hmm. constantly. You know, like you said, hey, you know, I don't think that you giving out your phone number is is appropriate. Yeah. I don't think that, you know, um, saying certain things, you know, is appropriate. Um, You know. I, I think that's important. You got a relationship to resolve any type of conflict, to resolve it. You've got to constantly, constantly, constantly change with the times and constantly, you know, communicate Yeah, with each other. You know, um, I'm big on not trying to change people. People have to change themselves. But there has to be some something to measure them and their growth by right so i think it's important to to hold people accountable uh when when they come up short and i think that you you know you 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 always remained open-minded to the fact that you're not perfect they're not perfect the relationship isn't perfect but you're always willing to be open enough to 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 help its growth. Yeah, yeah. I think nobody's perfect. Oh, absolutely. Have to, just, to have grace. 
Oh, absolutely. It's so hard to have grace because you'd be like, no, you should have known this. You should have did this because I, I've explained or I've expressed how I want to be treated. So you should know better than this. But people make mistakes. And we ain't fall short. People fall short of how they treat themselves. So how you going to be mad at them for falling short of how they treat you? Oh, yeah. For sure. No one treats themselves to the up to their standards all the time. Oh, for sure. So they're going to fall short of your standards every once in a while. You know, I've learned in life not to even hold people in too high a regard. You know, because when you do, you always get let down. You have these you have these expectations of people. And when they don't live up to them, you're crushed. You know, so I've learned not to. Yeah. I think some com- some relationships um, will just never, ever, ever get past their conflict resolution. You know, I'm one of these that even even in the midst of the relationship or the midst of the argument or the conflict, don't constantly. I- I'm like this. Say what you want to say. Let's bring it to the forefront. But don't badger me with it. Mm, don't badger me. You know, it's like, and don't start attacking my character about it. Right. Just say what you want to say. Let's talk about, let's get it out. But don't constantly, don't, you know, I'm like, okay, even as a kid, if I was going to do something, I'm going to get in trouble. Then come on, either let me get in trouble, give me an ass whooping, and then let's get over it. You know, don't constantly bring it up every day, every day, every day, every day. You know, you just constantly, it's, it's an issue. I can't stand that. Yeah. You know, let's deal with it and move on. Do you think there's a time and a place to deal with things, though? Like, if somebody disrespects you, like, you know how your mama be like, oh, you go on this show and show your ass, you getting your ass whooped in the, in the show, in the song. You feel like that's warranted? Like, say you get into it with your partner. I'll give you an example. Like, Kiki Palmer. Did you see what happened? Or did he tried to body shame her. He said something negative. Body shame her. So what he did was Kiki Palmer went to the Usher show in Vegas. Mm -hmm. She wore something that was see Yeah, a sheer dress. Mm -hmm. But on top of that, after watching it, I think that the issue wasn't just the dress. I think the issue was, like, how, like, fanned out she acted over Usher. Like, she like, oh, oh, you know, like, it was very, like. Well, then he should have made it about her fanning. Usher. It's he Usher, should, He should have made it about her fanning out over Usher versus the dress. So do you think, but do a lot of people feel like, regardless of what the issue was, you should have never addressed it on social media? No, he shouldn't have. Oh, okay. I think that was something that they should have addressed at home in the privacy of those, them two. I think that, that, to me, I think he was very disrespectful to her. I think he was very disrespectful to their relationship. Um, and I may have given him the, if I was her, that may have been a deal breaker for me. It was. Obviously, I think they actually broke up. Because I would say, I, I didn't. I don't I, know if that was. The- I, don't, I don't know if that, I don't know if, you know, all the just behind it, but I saw when I when I saw and read and, and, and you know heard what the issue was, I said to myself, mm, sounds like to me, number one, he's a bit insecure, and for him to say certain things to her, there are some other issues that he's got going on or they have going on in the relationship because, number one, you wouldn't disrespect your baby mama that way in public. Number two, if he had an issue with what she was wearing 
that should have been a phone call. Hey, baby, you know, I know you're going to see Ursha, but don't forget, you know, you my woman, and, you know, I don't, I don't want all them, you know, them, you know, Ursha. Ursha and everybody looking at you. Just, you know, so I think he could have gotten his point across another way than the body shame, or not the body shame, but the shame, her dress. You're a mom. Thing. Yeah, so watch it. So you're a mom, so you can't be sexy as a mom? So what? You're a mom, you can't show skin as a mom? You're a mom, you can't be enjoying yourself at a, as a concert as a mom? I mean, grow the fuck up. To me, sound like he's a real chauvinistic. But the, you would be surprised. I think a lot of men are. A lot of men felt like he was, he was just being a family man, and he didn't want his woman on display. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying I agree. I'm just letting you know the rebuttal. Men feel like women in this day and age, we have overly sexualized ourselves and we flaunt everything we got and nothing is left to the imagination. And that's what's wrong with, we're not traditional women. My response is, a lot of y'all not traditional men. No, you're not. Yeah, so times have changed, but. Because first of all, while he's trying to be holier than thou, as I would say, mm -hmm. you want her to be a traditional woman. The minute she got pregnant with your child, to me, a traditional man would have said, "Hey, I'm making a commitment. Let's, I'm gonna, let's get married. Let's do whatever. Let's me. I'm gonna be step up with this." Wanted to get married. Maybe I think she, she worth more than. You. Well, that may be the case, but he would. But but let's go take a step back. Take it a step further. If you're gonna be so damn traditional, uh, you should have married her before she got pregnant. So let's not go there because. You know, that traditional shit, we could look at it a whole lot of different ways. Right. That could open up a whole nother Pandora box. So, because they was on his head when he was like, oh, I'm just a man who doesn't want his wife. And everybody like, wife, y'all not married. Right, right, right. So, so let's, let's back it up a sense. Let's, let's get away from there. Let's get to the root of the issue. The issue was, and it still is, and he may not be able to admit it, he's the type of guy that likes to control everything that is about his woman, what she wears, what she eats, how she dresses. He's that type of uh, chauvinistic and narcissistic type of person, mm. and that's what he wanted to do. He got an opportunity to say that to her, perhaps, and he said it on social media. Why do you need social media? You're not man enough to say it in the bedroom? Why do you need to say it on social media? You need an A-man corner? Why you didn't say this? So let's let's pull the let's pull the cover back off of that. Buddy got some shit going on. I think he saw it on social media and just immediately responded. You saw it on social media, so what? Social media is what it is. But if you if you're secure, you're the man. You're the baby's father. You're you you're your girl's man. You're able. I, hey, why did that bother you? Yeah, it's like because she's coming home to you, dude. She's, I mean, she's out having a good time with a girlfriend. It ain't like she leaving you for Ursha. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, what, Ooh, what's Ursha got under their skin with this? It's like that episode of Boondock. I mean, so I, I don't, I, I don't get over it. The fellas was across the nation. They stood by that man's side. Yeah, well, that's because they, the fellas across the nation, there's a lot of insecure motherfuckers. Point blank. There's a lot of insecure men. Because. Man, no. Oh. Because, 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 because. If I was a man or a woman and my mate was salivating over another star and was going at it and had it, okay, I mean, they're a star. You know, that's what they do. That's that's what they make their money off of. That they're performing. Right. And my and and and, and if they had a crush, oh big fucking deal. Big deal.
Yeah, I think some people, you got to let them people have it. Like, that is yeah, your fresh since you were sixth grade. Baby, let me tell you something. In my time. Who you feel like that about? Michael Jackson. Oh, my God. Yes. Boo. Michael Jackson. Tomato, tomato. I mean, I would have done the same thing. I thought you was going to say Bobby Brown. Hell no. <laughs> but Michael Jackson in my time, in my day, oh, yeah. Did you? Would you cry? Like, no, I, I wouldn't be crying. I'd be great. I don't know if I'd be screaming, but I'd be hoping. But if Michael Jackson had asked you to come up to the stage and get on stage and dance with him, you going? Oh, hell yeah. Yes. I'm going. I'm going to have a good time, and I'm going to get close to him, and I'm going to take a picture with him, and, I'm, you know, I'm going to make sure I'm high-fiving and might kiss him and might have him kiss me. On the, yeah, I'm going to have a good time because I'm in that moment. That's what we're doing. Oh, but what if you got a uh, mate? What if your mate in the audience? Would you do that? Yes. Huh? That's just a fantasy. He's a he's a celebrity. But is your a... fantasy turning into reality because it's real life, baby? Now he really got your head. He really pulling you on stage. But it's still another world. It's not my everyday world. That's just a that's a once in a lifetime moment. I got to see him. I got to dance with him. I got to hang out with him. You said you couldn't leave it right there. I can leave it right there. But what if Mike, we like, hey, hey, let me get your number after the show. I'd be like, okay, you can get my number. But if I'm in love with Bubby at home, I'm, you know, we could be friends, but I got Bubby at home. I'm in town with. to your friend, girl. You think you sleep. You think you sleep. No. He not getting your number to be your friend. Why would he want to be your friend? What, what, what friendship qualities do you have to offer Michael Jackson? Anybody, just to hang out with him, just so we had a good time at me. He don't want to hang out with you, babe. He want to hang out with it. Well, then he, I let him know, you ain't getting it, Bobby is, and that's it, you know? Mm. Okay, well, we see yeah, that would have been a conflict in your relationship. No, it wouldn't have. Well, it wouldn't have. No, it wouldn't have. It wouldn't have been a conflict in my relationship because, number one, there'd be no reason for, you know, whoever to feel insecure. I haven't done anything to make them feel insecure. I've never cheated on them. I've never given them any reason to doubt me or question me or question my love for them. And if they're that damn insecure by my love for them, maybe we don't need to be together no way. I'm probably going on stage, and I ain't even no crazy Usher. Like, I love Usher because I'm from Atlanta, but I probably would have went on stage, too. Yeah. It's Usher. It's yeah, like. He's coming out in the audience. He's engaging. He's. Uh, it's he, a concert. Right. And he's, it ain't, I ain't like he asked me to marry him and I'm finna dump your ass. You know, come on. You said you got what you said the man said. Got you the can't team. lose with the stuff I use. <laughs> you, you hang. You might not be losing. You might. You know, but but at the same token, I think that he was a bit out of line. Yeah, I think it could have been handled differently. I don't yeah. think you had to take the social media. Yeah, I think he, like he, you said, it should have been in the house because now we even sit here talking about it. Like yeah. it's so many. It, it went so far. Everybody, it went so many different relate. Well, I hope they work it out because they just had that baby and I'm always rooting for black love. Yeah, but if I would tell Kiki, if he's that fucking insecure, deuces, you know. But me, it ain't shit out here. So if you love that man, we is not mad if you go back. I don't care if she love him or don't love him, but she go back or don't if go you back. Work it don't out. Take, Kiki, if you do go back, don't take his shit. You know, don't let that man disrespect you. Don't let that man dictate to you. Don't let that man try to change you. Okay, Kiki, but also know that as a woman, sometimes dealing with men, they are a little possessive, and they just don't want everybody looking at them. We're all possessive. Believe it or not, we're all possessive. I don't like we're wearing great sweatpants. We're all possessive. We're all that thing thinking like that. Where's you going with the pants off? Yeah. In the house. 
you know that don't make me crazy that that's, no, that don't make that's what i'm saying like i think that there is a certain level of respect you do have i'm not saying what she wore was wrong but what i'm saying is that when you are dating someone else i think there's a certain level of respect that you have to give this person with what things that they're comfortable with or not comfortable with and i'm realizing that i feel like but then he should that should have been something she already knew so he should have been open enough and honest enough to say, yo, babe, you know, I don't want nobody looking at you but me. So if you're going to go to that concert, babe, you know, make sure ain't, you know, at all. Nothing is good. But and he probably said that on FaceTime before she left. And then she was like, nigga, I'm about to go see Usher. I'm outside. We outside. We in Vegas. Ew. And then she just left and didn't care. And then she got out there. And then was wear something that he said he didn't like because a man gonna tell you as soon as you walk out. I I experienced that on my vacay. I walked out in a bikini and I thought it was fine. And he was like, "Where you gonna hold that on? We gonna go around this merry man? He's family. We not gonna wear that." And I was like, "This too much." He like, "Yo, bikini is damn near a thong. If you don't go in there and change." And I was like, "Dang!" I realized like all my stuff is a little scantily clad, like. I had to get, I had a one, I had to wear a one piece and I don't feel like he was being, I don't, I think it was just a protect, like, I don't want another man less than over you and we about to be around these people's family. So put a little clothes on. Even my uncles have said things like, like we've been on family trips and this is me and Summer way younger and we wearing bikinis or whatever and other, you know, it's a whole family trip. So. Buzzlehead says stuff like, y'all need to be wearing that around people's husbands. Okay. And that's, that's somebody who wasn't, um, I don't feel like he was being possessive over us. He was protecting us or just trying to tell us to be like, I think men think like that. That's how, I don't think that's the, I think it's more like you shouldn't be showing everything to everybody. Yeah, I, and I, while I feel like a little ass cracker you never heard of, right? I just like, ah. It's just booty. Everybody got booty. Yeah, but don't nobody want to always see your booty. Well. Nobody, don't, somebody's wife don't want to see your booty. Right. Yeah. And so I think it's a, a certain level of respect. So I, I'm saying that if you do go back, Kiki, I'm not mad at you, girl. Not that you give a fuck about my opinion. But I think that it's okay to compromise in some of these. I think that's part of the conflict resolution that we not even getting at. Like, it's all stand up for this and say what you want and do this. But then it's like, where is the compromise? Because it's more than just your wants, desires, and needs that have to be met in this relationship. It's right. both of us. We both right. have to feel comfortable. So you got to learn to give and take. That's, sure. what, that's what that maturity me, comes in. If you like the temperature on 65 and I like it on 75, meet me at 72. Yeah. Or 70. It will be That's somewhere in the middle. It's somewhere in the middle. Yeah, I can get a little bit more than what you got. Yeah, I would love that. But you know, uh, somewhere in the middle. Yeah, absolutely like, in the middle. Yeah, I think it's always good to compromise. I be think we don't give up. Be willing to give up. And I'm even. To, I'm the type of person that I'm always willing to give up my right for somebody else's wrong. I've always been that way. What does that even mean? That means that I'm willing to, no matter how right I am, how wrong you are. I'm willing to give you that wrong, just to just just, just for the peace. For the oh, that's me too. I'm willing to give it to you. Is that wrong though? Cause should we know, fight for our right? No, because that might because every every battle every battle's not a war. It doesn't matter to me. You're right. That's my tip for tip. You're right. So it, I can give up my right. I I I can know you're dead ass wrong, and you could be willing to sit there and argument, and I could literally, if I choose to, argue you till you out of breath that you're wrong. A lot of times it's okay. That's fine. Mm. Whatever you say. No problem. 
I can give up my right for your wrong. Doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. And I can love you just as much. Because I've always realized that the love, if I truly love you, my love for you is going to outweigh most of the bullshit anyway. Most of it. Yeah. So. There's some things you're going to have to change. Right. There's, right. Some yeah. things I'm going to require to, you know, you, you, you make some adjustments on. And some things I may need to make some adjustments on. Right. But I'm willing. I'm willing to. You got to also be honest with yourself, too. You got to know who you are. You got to, a lot of times people try to make other people love them, fall in love with them, understand them. And hell, they don't even know themselves. Mm-hmm. They don't know who they are. They don't love themselves. They, they, don't, they, 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 they don't know how or what's important to them. Yeah. Why are you going to put that on somebody else? You got to know who you are. You got to be comfortable with yourself. You got to love yourself first. Preach, sister girl. And that way, you know, it's okay. It's all right. Am I all, Am I the best? Probably not. Can somebody do it better? Probably can. I don't think none of us are the best. You know, can can I stand some improvement? Yeah, yes, I can. You know, am I willing to? Yes, I am. You know, can I be stubborn? Yes, I can. <laughs> you know, yes. Can I be giving? Yes, I can. You know, so you got to be willing. But can I be happy by my damn self? Yes, I can. <laughs> yes, I can. Yes, yeah. I can. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, bad. that's from another professor. Do I like who I am as a person? Yes, I do. And I think that with, like, when we were talking about the things that people say to you that's, like, crazy, you have to know, like you said, once you know yourself what you accept or what you believe about you, at some point what they're saying won't affect you as bad. Right. Absolutely. Because you know because, because Because let me tell you something. I'm not going to require no more out of a person that I'm willing to give. Mm-hmm. Period. If, I, if, I'm, if, I, if I'm giving you a certain level of respect, then I'm demanding that same level of respect. I don't say certain things to you so you don't get a pass to say them to me. Mm-hmm. You know, and, I will, and the first time you try it, I'm going to check you on it. Yeah. And we, we're not going to do that again. You know, what you, I don't call you names. You're not going to call me names. I don't put my hand on you. You don't put your hand on me. Right. Because at some point, somebody's going to get hurt. And a lot of times, you can't take stuff like that back. Yeah. So I just, a- it's, it's just taboo. Certain things in a relationship, I think, are just taboo, off limit. Very off limit. Because what's going to happen is, oftentimes, if you don't put boundaries in the conflict or the conflict resolution doesn't have boundaries, those those conflicts are going to spill over. And then once they spill over, it's gonna, they get out of control. And then once things get out of control, there's no ringing back from them. And then you get other people involved in them. You see, prime example, conflict resolution. You got an argument going on. Let's just say hypothetically for me. Let's just say I'm the person in this type, this this conflict. Mm-hmm. I got a conflict going on, and I'm with I'm I'm arguing with this my boyfriend, my guy, my husband, or whatever. And it get, I get fly at the mouth. He says some things fly at the mouth. I may decide to get physical and knock hell out of him, or he gets physical and knock hell out of me. Well, it gets so tumultuous where 
I'm gonna pick up, now I'm mad, I'm gonna pick up the phone, I'm gonna call my mama, my brothers, my everything. Now they involved, now they coming, now they finna whip his ass, and when they whip his ass, then it's gonna be an issue because now my family's involved. I gotta pick between him and him. My family's gonna be mad with me if I go back with him. They go and, and he's gonna be mad if I go back with him. And then you might, if you forget that person. Family like, ain't gonna forget. Yeah, so yeah. It, it's just, is don't do it. Yeah. Put, set the limits. Don't let it set, go that far. Yeah, set the boundaries, set the limits, man. Put that shit on pause. Have clear, concise boundaries yeah. and state them, obviously, so no, there leaves no room for misinterpretation. No, none. Not okay. whatsoever. That's great. Everybody. And take the tidbit. Uh, what are you hearing? What am I saying? Right. Make sure make yeah, sure that you're communicating effectively. Yeah. And see, I learned. And try to learn right. your tone. Right. I just, I just, I've learned just recently, and this is part of what I continue to practice, that when I'm yelling and screaming and I'm at 100, people are really not hearing. Oh, no, we don't. Oh, look at you. You learned that? Shit. I'm so proud of you. People don't, they're not here. I so stopped listening 13, you know, so, 14, 15 years so ago where you would do that. We've got to become better communicators. That's better communicators. Oh, that warms my heart better that you learned that. Yeah. Well, on that positive note, <laughs> let's go to For the Record. You got any For the Records? For the record, I think that you can have a conflict with a person and be totally at odds with them and love them just as much at the same time. Absolutely. You know, I I, I don't think that every conflict is grounds for termination. For the record, I think that although it is an unpopular opinion, I think that people who have arguments, fights, disagreements, whatever you want to call it, and stay together have stronger relationships than people who never go through anything. Because I feel like the trial and tribute, the the overcoming it, they you realize, like you said, I love you more than this. Yeah. And and it's like not a badge of honor, because you don't want to have to go through a whole bunch of stuff, but it's knowing I can get through anything with you and still love you. Right. So don't always avoid conflict. Right. Try to get through it. That's my for the record. Um, what do you want to know? I want to know. It's a part of the show where we ask each other what we want to know. We have to answer. And if you guys want to let us answer what you want to know, we're going to drop an email below. Put an email below so you guys can email us questions. You need advice. That's what I think we should do. We should start asking people to, Email us in. We can give you advice and let you know what you want to know from either of us. But for now, what do you want to know? What do you want to know? You go first. Mm, I don't know what I want to know. I want to know who damn ties you tried to slash. Carlos. See? Ah, this was like 2019. And the knife didn't. It, and the knife broke. And I was so mad. I went in the house and I just lost it. I just started. Like, I drove to his house to slash his tires. Wow. I was going to slash his tires and then leave. Well, because he said something foul to you? No. I felt like he was choosing someone else over me. Oh, Lord. You did all of that. And now y'all are back. And now we're back together. Hey, you live and you learn. Thanks. I did. I told him about it, too. 
Yep. I mean, he knew I because I pulled up over, like I drove from my house with this raggedy ass knife, drove to his old house and was like about to slash his tires. And then um, it didn't work. It broke and it sent me in a rage. And I went in the house and I just was, you know, cussing and fussing and raising hell. Wow. Yep. Oh, I know what I want to know. I want to know, have you ever did anything for or with somebody that you said you would never do? Like, you like, I would never do this. And then you got with somebody, and then you like, look at me, never read. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Um, I never thought that I would actually come out and be as open as I am about my relationship, my sexuality, until I met my wife. And I felt like, I don't give a shit the world knows. I was always <laughs> in the closet, you know, trying to live life like society said I should live it. And then that's big. When we when we got together and I fell in love and I realized that that was the relationship that I had been asking for and praying for, I was like, the hell with the world. Yeah. I don't give a shit about what the world thinks of me. I don't I'm not going to live my life anymore in uh in the box. You feel like yeah. I'm coming out. I want the world to know. That's how you feel. Yeah. So yeah, mm -hmm. I always thought before that I had to. I would always be reserved and very, very, you know, closed and private and not really come out. Mm -hmm. Well, good for you. So the hell with the world. I don't. I don't care. Yeah. Ball to the wall. Ball to the wall. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, I'm proud of you. Good for you. Live and love out loud. Oh, yeah. At the hell with the world. Yeah. Because guess what? Everybody has an opinion, just like everybody's got what? An asshole. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So. Yeah. And some of them aren't even clean. So. <laughs> and who gives a shit about them? Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't live my life for people anymore. I live my life for me. Yeah. Good for you. Yep. All right, y'all. Well, that concludes this episode of Mommy and Me. Make sure you are, like I said, subscribing and following us on all streaming platforms, Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. And subscribe to our channel so you never miss a Mommy and Me Monday. Until next week, we'll see you later.